It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, 11 games in the association, and man, we got some good ones. Nikola Jokic takes it to the Warriors, gets a win. The Jazz collapse in L.A., and LeBron gets it done. Tom Thibodeau, is he done with the Knicks? One of our hosts says he shouldn't walk out of Madison Square Garden with a job. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA. Your daily NBA podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On NBA is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now and subscribe to the channel. Thanks to everybody that hung out with us for all the trade deadline stuff. We are back covering games right now. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. And as always, on a Thursday, joining me, host of Locked On Bulls. What you got for me, Big Dave? Listen, I know you're sad, you know, because your Bengals lost the Super Bowl, but I have the remedy for you, sir. You, you and all these wonderful people can head over to ballsports.com and get you one of these fly hoodies Bow. right here. It will cover you <laughs> up and keep you warm. It's like a nice warm hug, sir, in a beautiful <laughs> color. And it's three colors available. Enjoy. <laughs> we're, we're promoting product at the beginning of this show? But it's a beautiful one. <laughs> it's all an right. amazing one, baby. <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. So many games in the association. We don't have time. We don't have time. The Denver Nuggets get a win, a last-second game-winner buzzer beater from Monte Morris against the Warriors. They get a 117-116 to win, and Jokic is that dude. Like Jokic yeah. is an incredible basketball player. I, he does not get enough attention. This season feels like a lost, weird season to them because Porter mm-hmm. Jr.'s out the whole year. Jamal Murray has been out. He is probably going to come back at some point this year, and when he does, this mm-hmm. team is real dangerous, but Jokic, 35 points, 17 boards, 8 assists, and just, he's the straw that that stirs the drink. He's the dice that yeah. roll on the table and, and come up, you know, whatever you need and whatever game you're playing. Uh, that was a, an analogy that started to work in my head. It didn't work when it came out. But you finished strong, and that's what I appreciate. You <laughs> kept going on it. But yeah, man, Nikola Jokic, dude, like, just a phenomenal basketball player. It's so weird that your center could be averaging a triple-double. Like, that's so strange, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's strange. Maybe not in this new NBA, how things are going. It's, it's not like, like Wilt that, and right? that's it, right? That, that's done it. it before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when you're, when you're crossing Wilt territory, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're really doing something astronomical because Wilt Chamberlain is just insane. Like, of course, you guys know who that is. Please go look at his numbers just because. And then saying, Mom, look at this. Wow, you're crazy. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yes, it did. It happened. This dude is Shout insane. out to but you Nicole listening Jokic. and shout out to your mom, everybody. Yes, shout out to them all. Yes. <laughs> but Nikola Jokic, man, the Joker is serious business. And I don't think I think a lot of people aren't paying attention to it because of where they're finishing in the West right now. If they were they were a top three seed right now, I think it'd be more eyes on what he's doing. 
But it's just the fact that, you know, like you said, Murray isn't there, missing a lot of pieces. They'll get some of these guys back. That, that's what you are informed me of. They'll get some of these guys back soon, and they'll be good, a little better and good to go. But, yeah, I think wins is what will elevate people's, you know, eyes and expectations on the Joker. Draymond did not play in this game. He's been out for over 20 games now, and he is expected to return at some point after the All-Star break. They're going to they're gonna bring him back, but it didn't. That the report that came out from the Warriors today did not even seem like that definitive about him com- coming back you know, that quickly. So that's something to definitely watch out for. But in this game, the Warriors had a 10-point lead halfway through the fourth quarter, then Jokic returns, and they the, they threw a bunch of different looks. The, the Nuggets started to do a hack-a-looney, basically, before the two-minute mark, mm. where they were, like, fouling him to try and get him to the free-throw line. There was a million calls and fouls late in this game. I, there's so many free-throws late in this game. They just kind of c- kept going back and forth. Who's going to foul who the most, right? Was Jokic going to get right. fouled more? Was the you know, the Warriors guys going to get fouled more? Looney went three of eight from the free-throw line. And then... Denver gets their first lead of the entire game with 14 seconds left off of a turnover, of course, against the Warriors. It's off of a turnover where uh, Monty Morris finishes the the layup with uh, 14 seconds left. And then on the other end, Curry gets an and one pull up jumper. And we were like, oh, Curry doing the thing, finishing it off in this one and gave Jokic just too much time. And uh, he kicks it out to Monty Morris for the three and does does the Michael Jordan thing where he passes it off to somebody else to win the game. (laughs) (laughs) it's all right man mike has done that and he did it to win championships not just games so that's where i roll but man dude i am also looking at clay thompson though also um i'm happy he's back we're all excited that he's back but he's not back back yet you know what i'm saying he hasn't really reached that level of where he's at comfortable i mean what five of 15 shooting three of 10 from the three-point line man finished with 16 four and four um, but you know, the good thing that you look at in this is he played 31 minutes. So the fact he was out there that long, they're ramping up his minutes. Yep. Now comes this all-star break. He'll get a little time to rest and hopefully he'll be a little more reacclimated as he gets back because they're going, definitely going to need some clay. He's looked good physically, right? Like getting to his spots, yeah. pulling up. I'm listening to Cyrus and Dieter on the Lockdown Warriors show. And they've been, they've been surprised about how well he looks, you know, just coming back, getting to spots, pulling up, you know, even that first game, we saw him dunk. We saw him, you know, <laughs> get in the lane real quick. Like that stuff has been good. He's shooting 30, 37% from three, which is, you know, which is fine since his return. But, um, you know, it's the two point shots and those kind of things that when they start coming down and when the defense starts ramping up, that's when this Warriors team gets really, really scary. And, Man, Draymond means so much to this team. When they don't have Draymond, it's just like just different things. Different things go really wrong for them. You have guys in the wrong spot defensively, and that stuff just doesn't happen when when Draymond is there. So um, that's what that's what happened in this game. Uh, Billy Kennedy was the ref in this game, and he had this moment at the end when they were reviewing a call where he goes to the scores table. You know how the refs go to the scores table now, and they they're on TV, and he leans over into it. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see me. He's leaning over on like one arm he's like after review the ruling on the he like totally played <laughs> he like totally played into it and hammed it up i thought it was really funny uh, oh the vanity is setting in for these refs I know. going back to um going back to Jokic real quick adam Mares, our host of lockdown nuggets said i'm being completely serious when i say Jokic is one of the best conditioned and toughest athletes in the nba he's barely missed a game in three super condensed seasons Still willing his team to grind it out wins against all odds. No days off. Jokic, that dude. We'll end it on that one for the, for wow. the Denver Nuggets.
things you thought you'd never hear is Jokic being the most well-conditioned. Being ever. this well-conditioned. <laughs> if only all European superstars could 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 be this way. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there'd be more wins for uh, some other team. The other game in the the other late game in the West, the Utah Jazz collapse against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh. They Lakers get a win 106 to 101. Anthony Davis gets hurt in the second quarter. He was killing Rudy Gobert in this game. Rudy Gobert was a minus 27 in a five point loss against this, this Lakers team. But Anthony Davis goes out with an ankle injury. He comes down weird off of a rebound. Anthony Davis's injuries, it, it, it just is becoming, and it's, it has been such a problem where he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. And this Lakers team needs him yeah. badly. Oh, yeah, they can't do anything without him. But, you know, as people call him, they dub him Mr. Glass. Well, they did but, win this game without him, but. Yeah, well, they still can't do nothing without him. I still, I still, I mean, they beat Utah. This is their sixth consecutive loss away from home. So, yeah, yay. <laughs> you beat these guys, you know, who've been losing streaks. But honestly, man, they they need him so, so, so bad. Because even with him going, like, you can't depend on Russell Westbrook right now, who I love, but he just hasn't been a dependable guy. Uh, but he had a solid game today. You know what I mean? Uh, tonight, I should say. 6 of 13 shooting, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, so he had an okay game. He didn't – He didn't, and plus he hit the key uh, free throw at the end to kind of ice the game for them to put it away. But it was all about LeBron James, though, man, oh. and what he was doing out there on that floor in that fourth quarter. Insane. LeBron, 15 points in the fourth quarter, 33 points overall, 8 boards, 6 assists. He just – took over in that fourth quarter, and they were finding mismatches all over the place. With Anthony Davis out, they went small. They had the lineup of you know, LeBron, Westbrook, Malik Monk, and then like Taylor Horton Tucker, Austin Reeves, Stanley Johnson a little bit here and there. And uh, they just went real small, and were just trying to hunt the mismatches and the switches. And they, he just kept going at Rudy Gobert and kept scoring. And that's what this Utah team just does, right? Like, they have this guy that's been their focal point of their entire defense. And when he can play and be effective, he's very effective. And when he's not effective, he's not effective at all, right? Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just kind of the way. And only, cert, only certain teams can bring that out in this Jazz team. And when you play small like that, like the Clippers have had success in the playoffs, this Lakers team – other teams have had success in the regular season against them playing small. That's just what happens to them. It's so strange. And and it's one of the things I talked about uh, with you when we were on this program about why I don't believe in this team. Like every year you see them near the top of the West, you know, they have great regular season, all that. And then they get to the playoffs and you're like that, you know, they're going to lay an egg. Like you don't have that kind of faith in them going forward. And this season, it seems like the, that postseason drop is kind of catching up to them early this year you know what i'm saying like with especially with all the injury i mean they had some injuries too they had some guys out as yeah, well they had a, but still they had the majority of their lineup in there man you had your big guys you had conley you had donovan you had gobert you had your guys out there you're supposed to be playing a little bit better but yeah you look at gobert for sure because like you said anthony davis was eating his lunch yeah, you know what i mean was. 17 points in 16 minutes he had on him man you two-time defensive player whatever you are three-time defensive player of the year and you're always all defensive team no, nah, man, I'm gonna need better work from you than that. Uh, also, big shout out to Austin Reeves who hit the the actual dagger three. LeBron hit him with, and he just turns Austin Reeves, who's living like my my dream as a child, like to like be be the random white kid on a team that grows up and is like helping LeBron and is really crucial to this team. Like, man, I don't know if they can win without Austin Reeves. Like, that's just is my dream as a as a kid playing basketball to be that guy. Austin Reeves is just living that out, but oh, he, he hit the dagger three to win 
uh, to basically ice this game. And uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was very important. No, you're right. He's, he's living a dream for you and a lot of other undersized white men that wish they could be out there doing what he's doing. Today. We're not represented enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're tired of this. We got to see it. Austin is living When am I going to see myself on the screen? <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> the most fun NBA show you'll ever listen to. Locked on oh, NBA. We'll come back with more of the best games of the night. Is Tom Thibodeau still going to be a New York Knicks by the Ooh. time you're listening to this? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, betonline.net. Football is over, sadly, for my Cincinnati Bengals. But basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, whatever you need, go check it out at BetOnline right now. They got dunk contest odds. Ooh. Dunk contest. Who are you feeling in the dunk Ooh. contest? Jalen Green is the favorite, plus uh, 130. Obi Toppin, okay. plus 200. Cole Anthony, plus 325. And then Juan Anderson is the, the lowest one, plus 550. You put 100 bucks on him, you can win 550 on that. That's pretty good. Sounds good. Not bad at all. Not bad at all, sir. Give me Cole Anthony, though. Cole Anthony? You're, you're a believer. Yeah. I'm taking – I'm always about the underdogs, man. Give me Cole Anthony. I'm give me Toppin. That's, give me Obi Toppin. That, he's got just enough mm. height. He, you know, you got to be a little big in some of these. Like, unless Fair. you're Nate Robinson, right? You got to be a – Unless you're – or Spud Webb. But yeah, or Spud Webb. But Spud Webb was or D. Like, Brown. Spud Webb was just like, he dunked. Oh, okay. Then we'll give it to him. Oh, stop it. Don't, Bet don't Online remains the, the best spot for your sports scores and news this season. Go check it out. Bet Online, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Big Dave, we got a ton of games to get to. And of course, we're already over time. <laughs> we're already getting over time, as we do. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh, Get a win God. against the New York Knicks. The Knicks in the second quarter were up 28 points against this Nets team that did not have Durant, Kyrie. Obviously, Harden is out. Simmons, they didn't have him either. Joe Harris didn't have any of those guys. Their starting lineup was Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Bruce Brown, James Johnson, and Andre Drummond. Yes, that Andre Drummond. <laughs> the Knicks were mi- missing RJ Barrett, but they basically had the rest of their team. Uh, no Derrick Rose and New Orleans as well, but... The Knicks were up 28 points in the second quarter and up 18 points at the start of the fourth quarter. Brooklyn scored 14 straight points in the fourth to end up tying it with about four minutes and 30 seconds left. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, the rookie. 16 points in the fourth quarter to get the win. The Knicks absolutely collapse against the Nets in Madison Square Garden. If you're Cam Thomas right now, Big Dave, how are you feeling? Uh Just go into Madison Square Garden against like your quote-unquote rivals. To right. score 16 points in the fourth quarter in Madison Square Garden and come out with a win without KD and all them. Oh, you're feeling like the man. Like, no doubt about it. Like, you came in and you did it off the bench. You can tell like, everybody. <laughs> you can, you tell, can tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. <laughs> Shout out Aloe Black. I love Aloe Black. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, like, he's got to feel good, though. Like, you have to feel like the man. You have to feel like the one out there. Because like you said, the fact that you did it in the Madison Square Garden and the fact that they were kicking their behind the entire game 
and you're the one that spurred that comeback out of nowhere. Listen, I turned the game off. I was done. I was like, oh, this game's over. The Knicks I, about turn, to I switched the game done. over. Yeah, I was like, we're, we're finished here. Like, what else do we need to this do? Good. And I come back. I'm like, what? Like, it was confusing. But that final play, or that final sequence at the end of the game, when the Nets took the three-point shot, missed it, got the offensive rebound, kicked it out, took another one, missed it, got the offensive rebound, kicked it out, took another one, missed it, got the offensive rebound again, and then got fouled. What do we – hair's going to have to roll, man. That was insane, and that's bad. I watched Taj Gibson dunk, tip dunk. A, he got a tip dunk on his own goal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's no, man. No, bro. It's, it's bad times over there in, with, in Nick Land, sir. ESPN stats tweeted out that it's the third time this month the Knicks have lost after leading by 20 or more points. It's actually the third time in the last seven games that they've done that. They're the first team to blow three 20 point leads in the same month in the last <laughs> 25 seasons. And, and this is going back to the 90s when the Knicks were good. Yeah, when they were on point and the Bulls were kicking the crap out of them. But yeah, when they were on point doing their thing, man. But it, it's we got to talk about Tibbs, though, man. Like <laughs> we got to talk about Tibbs. Like this is insane. We he hangs his hat. Tibidone. He hangs no. his hat on the defense. That's what he hangs his hat on. And in three games, you are up by ten plus points and you lose. If you can't do what you hanging your hat on, we, we gotta get you a new hat rack, my man. Like <laughs> you can't be, can't hang it here anymore. I don't I don't know what's going on. This is insane. Our locked on Knicks host, Alex Wolf, had had words to say. You'll hear his words on Locked On Knicks, but also on Locked On Today. If you go listen to that show, uh, his words are all over the place about what Tom Thibodeau did tonight. But the quote stands that stands out to me. Quote, he shouldn't leave Madison Square Garden as coach of the Knicks tonight. He was that right. done with him. He's that fed up with the job Tom Thibodeau has done. And said that he should be out. He cited, among other things, you know, the defense, like you said, but also he just refuses to develop any of these young guys. Right, the season's done for the Knicks, right? Yeah. I, they could sneak back oh into the playoffs, the play-in game, maybe, but the season is kind of set for the Knicks. And so he plays in this game. Cam Reddish, thirteen minutes. Obi Toppin, ten minutes. Uh, Quinn Grimes is getting some actual minutes. He's he's earned the trust of Thibodeau, but. He has not developed some of these younger players and still sticks with some of the favorites. And that's been a tips no. thing for, you know, you, as you yes. know, forever, <laughs> forever. This is who he is. He has always been this person. Well, I have a friend, I have a really good friend, man. Does a podcast called above the rim. His name is just blaze in New York. I told him on his show. I said, look, you're going to love Tibbs in year one. You're going to be amazing. You're going to love him. Year two Tibbs is a whole different monster. Year two to year three is a different person because once he shows you he gets that success, he he's, you're going to be like, you can do anything you want, and that's when the failing begins. And that's when the trouble starts, man. And it's just that so smile, crazy. That damn smile. It's what it is, man. Like, yeah, he does he never develops young players. That's not what he's about. He's not about that development of young players in his life, man. But he sticks with his guys. He rolls with them. He plays them a bunch of minutes. And then, you know, some for some reason, teams just – don't vibe when they're when they're on his team. You see what Julius Randle has been doing? Like, it's just been a bad situation over there in the Nick land, man. It really has. Randle actually had a good game in this one, 31 and 10. But, uh, but yeah, this Nets, this Nets team gets the win, and uh, good for them, right? Like, this young team, Cam yeah. Thomas, uh, 21 points off the bench. Seth Curry, 6 of 9 from 3. That's nice, 20 points for him. Uh, 18 points off the bench for LaMarcus Aldridge. He's he's feeling like the man again. He's like, what is this, Portland? Is it is it getting weird in here? Is this Portland now? He's feeling – he's turning back the, the hands of time there. Uh, also, 
If, how, how many copyright violations can we get him? <laughs> um, KD tweeted out afterwards, Nets fans were loud in the bark. I mean, the garden tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh, he had to go there. You think I he like regret? It. You think he regrets the decision to not come to the Knicks now? Oh no, I think he was happy he did not go to New York. Even Knicks. with everything KD. that went on with Harden and now with Kyrie, and I think he's still no, like, no, Katie and and the media in, in in Nickland would not be a good mix, like at all. Katie with no. those fans and all that, it would not be a good mix. He had a hard time in Oklahoma right. City. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, he, he did the right thing. Trust me, he did the very right thing going to Brooklyn. He's going to de- do an even more right thing when his contract ends and he comes play for the Bulls. It's going to be great. <laughs> after, that, <laughs> after that passing comment, the Chicago Bulls get to win 125 to 118 against the Sacramento Kings. DeMar DeRozan is Ooh. that guy. Top five MVP Ooh. has to be at this point because this man mm-hmm. is on a roll. 38 points. Six boards, six assists. The man made one three. 38 points, <laughs> one three, five free throws. This guy is just getting it done. Shot 15. One, one three, five free throws, 38 points, shot 59% from the floor, right? Like all that together is just this guy is on another level right now. You know what, Nick? Let me hit you with some stats real quick. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to grab my water. I'm just going to sit back Go. over here and. Enjoy that. Enjoy Go that, off. sir. Go Enjoy off. that H2O. Go off. That high, that high quality H2O. Enjoy that, sir. <laughs> Let me hit you with some stats, people, about my man DeMar DeRozan. And this is the stat for his last six games before tonight where he had his 38 and 6 on 59% shooting. These are the last six games. 40 points on 67%. 38 on 50%. 35 on 64%. 36 on 68%. 38 on 59% and 45 on 60%. He is the first player in NBA history to have 35 plus Ever? points while shooting 50% in seven consecutive games. The only other person who did that was Wilt did it twice because he did it six times. He did it. He's the first one to do it seven times. Second Wilt first. reference. Yay. Come on, man. You When you cross, you cross a wheelchair, that's like getting up there with Zeus. That's mythical. You know what I'm saying when you're doing that, man? Because like, once you cross the mic, the next one is Will. That's how He's I like That's straight cool. up Arnold Schwarzenegger in those new commercials with oh. Salma, Hay- Salma Hayek. Just like yes, I was disappointed that wasn't a movie. I really was. I wanted. He, I was ready he to teased see that it like it was movie. a movie too, didn't he? I was so mad. I was ready to see that Citizen Kane of a bad movie. I was ready for it, man. I was ready. But Demar, special. He has to be in your top five for MVP. For me, he's number three right now. But he's got to be in your top five for MVP, man. He has just been absolutely special. Bulls get the win without Zach Levine, Lonzo, Caruso, yes. Patrick Williams. Are those guys, when they come back, this Bulls team is? We're in first place right now. That's why I'm holding up the finger to you. Right now at the All-Star break. Raise your <laughs> hand if you had the Bulls in first place at the All-Star break. I better not see no hands. <laughs> I bet that's not a trick e- probably question. not even yours. None. Nope. You definitely won't see mine. <laughs> you won't see mine at all. I'm sitting on my hands, sir. No. Absolutely not, man. It's been a phenomenal season for the Chicago Bulls so far, and they're not even healthy yet. Can't wait to see what happens in the second half. We will see them get healthy at some point, hopefully. We hope for better things for the Bulls. But coming up, we got a bunch more games to play our favorite game. We'll play Count It Up on the most interesting, fun things across the NBA. And all the games, we'll break them all down. Coming up, Rick Carlisle. Breaking news. (laughs) Breaking news at his postgame. The Suns doing what reliable Suns fans, Sun things, and uh, the Celtics. 
failing in the fourth quarter again. We'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to hold all the parts that you need. Why would you endure an often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your car? Is your car an XM or an SE or an FEX? And you're like, I don't know what the letters mean. I just know that my car has them. I don't know what they are. I may know the year. Uh, can you tell me your VIN number? Like, yeah, I know that number off the top of my head. Why would you wait while the person behind the counter offers the parts on their computer and tries to go look at them when you can just do it yourself? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right in Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. You could save 30%, 50%, even 100% on the same exact parts, and you can see them all right in front of you when you go and search your car there. So, Go check out Rock Auto. Again, right in Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Big Dave, we got a bunch of games to get through and uh, we're (laughs) we're going way over our 30. The Detroit Pistons get a win against the Boston Celtics late in the game, 112 to 111. The game was tied with a minute left. De- Detroit just kept destroying in the paint. It was just like any offensive rebound was going their way. They had 17 second chance points compared to the Boston Celtics, just two in this game. And uh, Beef Stew had a massive, huge block on Jalen Brown with 12 seconds left. Corey Joseph turned over an inbounds pass. He tries to inbound the pass, and he turns it over, and then Tatum misses the shot at the buzzer. So let's play mm. our favorite game of the week. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. Where we count up the most interesting things for this game. Count it up. How many Pistons are on this roster in three years and are worth building around? Ooh, I'm going to say three. Ooh, give me your three because we got Cade, Cade Cunningham, and Sadiq Bay for sure are building blocks on this roster that you can build around. They've they've yep. proven themselves this year in in different moments. So you're like, okay, I can see where they can fit. And those guys, mm-hmm. the way that they can play, you know, the, the size of those wings, they can they can play mm-hmm. with any team really, like any team mm-hmm. you build around Bruce. them. Who's the third one? Bruce. Beef stew, baby. <laughs> you're a believer. <laughs> you got to have him. He is one of those players you have to have on your team. If you're going to be a winning basketball team, he fills that role. Y'all know I, I love a goon. It's, it's what I love. <laughs> I love a goon, and it is vital and necessary to have. Playing for the Pistons, especially, you're going to have to have that kind of player. Somebody's got to go do the dirty work. Somebody's got to get the blocks. Somebody's got to, you know, take the foul, tough fouls inside. And while also, you know, getting the offensive rebounds and scoring and, you know, doing things like that of that nature. He's that dirty work guy. You're going to need that, especially when you got a young team. Somebody's got to set the tone out there for them. I think he's an off the bench big at, you know, at the best, at best in, in the NBA. Like it, he would have to get to like Ben Wallace levels of defense <laughs> to, to be like a really good defensive <laughs> center in the NBA right now. But, uh, but yeah, I think that he's definitely somebody you could keep off your bench and he could be one of those like, you know, a bench big that sticks on your team for a long sure. time, becomes a culture guy, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. 
Absolutely. All right. The Phoenix Suns get a win 124 to 121. They ruin the Houston Rockets, uh, just all their hopes and dreams because they had a 10-point ten, ten lead, a 12-point lead. They were holding the lead basically the entire game. And yeah. then in the fourth quarter, the Suns do what they do. They got a they got a fourth quarter comeback win like they always do. And uh, they are 48 and 10 going into the all-star break. That is a franchise record for them, even compared to the seven seconds or less Suns. That is a franchise record for them. Uh, Aiton with 23 points and nine boards in this game. Booker with 24 and uh, Mikhail Bridges with 17 and didn't hit a three in this one. So he's scoring in multiple ways, but count it up. Count it up. How many things in life are as reliable as a Phoenix Suns fourth quarter win at this point in this season? Ooh, uh, my man Matt Peck yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Matt yelling about something Kobe White. About stuff. Yes, anything. You can put add anything under that. Just un- put an underline blank space. Anything. The sunrise is as, is as reliable as these Phoenix Suns coming back and winning these games, man. Ooh, I'll add to that. The sunset is oh! as reliable as the oh! winning of games. You like oh. that? Yeah. I'm going to say the... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to say the amount of times that you and I go over our 30 minute allotted time in the, <laughs> in this show. <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> that's a good one. I'm going to say me talking about Joy Taylor is, is definitely <laughs> as reliable as the son doing the We got back. the retweet last week. We, oh, son, I saw it and I We got like, the retweet yes. last week from Joy yes. Taylor. Shout it's working. Joy it's working. And Shout Fox. out Joy Taylor, man. Legend. <laughs> The Toronto Raptors get a win against the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota without Fred Van Vliet. They go in and they get the win. Um, the Toronto Raptors get 30 points from Gary Trent Jr. He has become that guy. Like they just have all these Ooh. different guys. They have these wings. Obviously Siakam has been on this incredible run. He had a 17, nine and nine game in this one, uh, which is like not his best game, but which still, <laughs> still a really good game. Uh, no Fred yeah. Van Vliet. Like we said, Thaddeus Young off their bench has just impressed me. I was texting with, with Sean Woodley, host of Locked on Raptors, and I was like, he's just exactly what they needed off the bench, right? And Which yeah. I know the Bulls wanted him really bad. He's just yeah. a smart, calm player off the bench. It's also big know. and strong, and it's just he's like I the know. opposite of what Chris Boucher is, but he gives them exactly what they need off the bench. I know. He does. <laughs> he does all these great things. We really want to. We got halfway there to the dream of getting him back, which was getting him traded. And okay. then the next step was for him to get bought, bought we can't out. can't relate everything to the Bulls. <laughs> but, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, hey, I learned from you, Nick. <laughs> I learned it from the best. I learned from the best, man. All right. Bringing it on back. Bringing not, it on back. Not but calling yeah. me out on my own show. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota tried to throw a zone at the Raptors, but it ended up not working. They ended up getting the win. But. Count it up. How many reasons does nobody want to play this Raptors team in a first round playoff series? Because they they got We Believe Warriors written all over them. Man, dude, like seriously, they they are going to be a problem. One of them is their swarming defense. Their defense is swarming, and man, you don't you don't want to deal with none of that at all in the playoff for seven games. No. I'll go. They got shot makers. They got, you know, Gary Trent Jr. has become a shot maker for them. Fred Van Vliet, obviously, all-star shot maker. Pascal Siakam in his own right. OG Ananobi has has added an off-the-dribble game this year that he can unlock at certain points. It, it did not get unlocked in this game, but, but it has at certain points. Scotty Barnes has been doing some stuff where he can score in the post and things. like They have guys that can get you a shot when you need in the playoffs. I'll tell you another thing. Length. This team is long, man. Everybody on there, the shortest person is Van Fleet, and he's probably the bulldog of everybody on that team. 
but everybody is just long, tall, and and this way, this way, and this way. <laughs> they are long, man. All right, you don't want none of that. That's that's a problem. I'll give you last one. They've sure. been there before. This team has been to a finals. They got that confidence. Nick Nurse has has won an NBA finals, obviously, as the coach, smart coach. He's going to give you different looks in the playoffs. You don't want to play this team in a first-round playoff series at all because they will play spoiler for sure. Portland gets a win against Memphis. Speaking of spoilers, Portland, without Damian Lillard, obviously CJ McCollum's gone. Without Robert Covington's gone, Norman Powell's gone. This whole team is just broken down to the stu- Nurkic and the studs. <laughs> and, and they get the win. Nurkic with 32 points, eight boards, four assists for him. 31 points in his bag, Anthony Simons. Just absolutely uh, a, a flamethrower in this one. And uh, they get a win against the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant had 20 points in the first in the first quarter. It was not enough, yeah. but John Morant does join a list. Our 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 lockdown Grizzlies host Sean Coleman tweeted out: Players with at least five games of 35 points and 10 assists before the age of 23. So there's wow. there's a bunch of players on this list. Go ahead and try and name as many as you can. 35 points, 10 assists. With yeah, you know, they've done five games before the age of 23. There's a couple obvious uh, ones. Well, Luca is on that list. Hey, um, the guy that did it, you know, younger than anybody before everybody it was <laughs> incredibly good. We've talked about him already in the show. That did it better than anybody. I mean, oh man, I he's the know. he's the king. Oh, LeBron James. Duh. Oh, <laughs> I, I apologize. Uh, I there's apologize. another guy. Luca got traded for this guy in the draft. <laughs> Trey Young. Trey Young yeah, had it, had these games. Now we're throwing back. Obviously, John Moran's on this list, but now we're throwing back to a couple before. Uh, who's the guy that has more triple doubles than anybody? Uh, Russell Westbrook. Okay, who's the guy who, who he passed who has more triple doubles earlier <laughs> earlier in the NBA history than any? I forgot he passed him for a second. Who had more triple? Uh, Oscar Robinson. The big O. Uh, <laughs> the, the Bulls ran into this guy several times in the playoffs in the in the eighties and and in the early nineties. In the eighties and the early, not he's, Magic Johnson. He's bad. He's a uh, bad. He's a bad boy. Okay, so Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas had five thirty-five and ten-point games. Um, you know, before that the age of twenty-three. Special, and one more that you'll never guess. He's got he's he's got inexpensive shoes that that probably some of your friends had growing up because I know some of my friends did. Uh, Starberry. <laughs> Stephon Marbury also <laughs> had had five games of thirty-five points and ten assists before the age of twenty-three. So shout out to John Moran and this one. Shout out to the Blazers for getting a win. The shout San Antonio Spurs get a win against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Jakob Pertl, twenty points and seventeen boards in this one, but. Yeah. The big talk is that Greg Popovich has now become number two all time in coaching wins. Incredible for him to hit that point over under. Let's count it up. Let's count it up. Over under. One more year of coaching for Greg Popovich. Over or under. Is he done after this year or does he go on for another? Actually, it's got to be two years because it can't just be one. Yeah. I say, I say over. And the only reason I say over is because we've seen Becky Hammond. It's about to leave and, you know, go coach. Uh, oh, yeah, she's gone. And be out there. Because for, I think for myself and for a lot of people, she was the next one that was going to be the coach yep. of the Spurs. So for her to go ahead and make that decision to leave, kind of lets me know that Pop is going to be there for a couple of years. Yeah, if he doesn't have a secession plan, right? Like, I mean, yeah. we, we saw what happened to that family. They had to, they had to figure out their secession <laughs> plan. <laughs> if it's going to work out for, <laughs> if it's gonna work out for uh, the Spurs, they got to figure it out. Uh, also... 
Also in this game, the only rookies to record three consecutive triple doubles in NBA history are mm. Luca. No, Josh Giddy <laughs> and Oscar Robertson. The only two in NBA history. Wow. Only rookies record three consecutive triple doubles. Josh Giddy getting a triple double in this one with uh, 17 Impressive. points, 10 boards, and 10 assists. Impressive. Impressive. Josh Giddy has just been an awesome surprise for the league. He's been an awesome surprise, man. It's been fun. It's been fun to watch Josh, yeah. Josh Giddy mm-hmm. for sure. The Indiana Pacers have zero players in a game against the Washington Wizards, and they get a win somehow. They literally had nine available players in this game, and Rick Carlisle played all of them at least 18 minutes. Um, Brogdon, Turner, Duarte, McConnell, Goga, Isaiah Jackson, and TJ Warren still were all out for the the Pacers. Wizards were without Brad Beal, Gafford, Rui, and Porzingis has still not made his debut. And uh, man, <laughs> this one, Rick Carlisle had some things to say after the, after this game about uh, about Tristan Thompson, who was on this team and played in this game and actually scored 17 points with six boards in this game off of the bench. But here's Rick Carlisle and the question asked by our, our uh, Locked On NBA host and uh, Locked On Pacers host, Tony East, Rick Carlisle, breaking the news about Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson had his best game for you guys tonight since joining the team. What did you see that allowed him to have, you know, the best, especially scoring impact that he's had since joining your team? Well, it was uh, it was fun while it lasted. He's uh, he's going to be joining a different team. He's going to be waived tomorrow, and he'll be joining uh, uh, a contending team in the East, uh, a little bit north. If anybody wants to tweet, starts with a C and ends with an O. Um, but we thanked him for, you know, what he's brought for the last, uh, you know, six or seven days. He brought a high level of professionalism, and uh, he's done a really good job. Chicago. If anybody didn't get that, yeah. yeah. Scott. He said, he said it starts with a C and ends with an O. It's, with an o. it's Chicago, wow. if you didn't know. You can go ahead and tweet yeah. it out. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Um. All right, here's my favorite one of the day. Count it up. up. The number of names of teammates Tristan Thompson knew by the end of his six-day run with the Indiana Pacers because, I mean, they're missing all these guys. So he's playing with O'Shea. Today, the starting lineup was Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Jalen Smith from the the Suns, who got traded, Hmm. uh, Terry Taylor, O'Shea Brissett, off the bench, Dwayne Washington, Lance Stevenson, he probably knows, and then uh, like Kiefer Sykes off the I mean, how many names do you think he knew? Uh, I'm going – well, I'll say three because, one, you, everybody knows Lance. And Lance. then I'm going to say Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill. <laughs> Those are my cop-out. I know he played with Buddy Hill in Sacramento, but I'm I'm thinking that there's a possibility he thinks his name – like they people just call him Buddy as like a name, and it's not his actual name, and so he may think in his mind, I actually don't know this guy's name. <laughs> Things like so we just call him Buddy. Like, fill it out. Like we call it. Like we call another guy Chief or Pal or. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you see, say he's filling out like the birthday card for him. He's like, hey, hey, what's that guy's name? What's Buddy's name? What's that Buddy's what's, name? No, 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 Buddy. Like Buddy, the dude, Buddy. Everybody he's like, call him Buddy. What's his name? Like the elf. <laughs> Santa. What's his favorite color? <laughs> It's got to oh be great. <laughs> Tristan Thompson now is going to the Chicago Bulls. Give me your give me your thirty seconds on why you're excited about this because you've been talking about this since November. Yeah, uh, he brings. Dang it, we're relating something else to the Chicago Bulls. I knew it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just get in the water. Get in the this water. One came, sir. This one came out and it was relevant. <laughs> it's real. 
but he brings everything that I thought that the Bulls were kind of missing. They needed somebody with size. They needed somebody with athleticism. They needed a veteran, and they needed somebody who could defend multiple positions and, you know, get those offensive rebounds. And they needed a, a guy who knows how to win. He's got a championship ring. And they needed a, some guy who has some goon tendencies to them because they don't have that kind of serious, okay, serious toughness on that team. So, yeah, I love a goon. Got to have it. What's, so, a, yeah, goon to a, go- what's a goon to a goblin, though? What's really? a goon to a goblin? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You ain't scared of nothing. I love that Rick Carlisle quote because Rick Carlisle, if anything, uses the media to his advantage. (laughs) Like he he finds a way. He just seemed so frustrated that this deal was like already done with like the tampering of it. And like, is there a way that this comes back to bite them because of the way they did this? Uh, you talking about the Bulls or the Pacers? The Bulls either, have- either, right? Because it's like he's saying he's already going. He's going to get bought out. He's already going. He, you know, Tristan just played in this game, so it's not like he yeah. had cleared, you know, waivers or anything like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just uh, weird the, the timing on this. I don't know if anything will come back to bite him um, because this was reported, I think, before that press conference by Shams. I think he put it out there uh, and, first. And day. nothing that reported by Shams has ever been fined or has ever been a problem. You know, I'm just saying. Any kind I'm of free saying, agency man. or anything like that ever. Hey, man, don't see, you know what? Don't bring your negativity over around this. I thing. related you it back to the Bulls. I'm just learning from you. Right I'm relating things Mm-mm. back to the Bulls. Mm-mm, man, we taking all this positive. Tristan going to come on in. It's going to be wonderful and cool, man. That's all I know. And we did it all the right way. We already dealt with tampering for the Lonzo Ball thing. We're not going through that again. We're last not tampering game, for Tristan Thompson. Last game on the dock at the Atlanta Hawks get a win over the, the – the, the, did I say Orlando Hawks? The Atlanta Hawks get a win over the Orlando Magic, 130-109. The, the Hawks are now kind of settling into that 10th seed. And the Hornets are in the ninth seed. They're going to play a one-game winner-take-all game in the, the play-in if it stands the way that it is. Count it, up. Count it up. Who are you betting on, Hornets or Hawks, in a one-game? Ooh, in a one-game, I am – ooh. I think I'm going to bet on the Hawks. I'm going to take the guys with the experience that got to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to think they're going to know how to at least win one of those games in this, man, against a Charlotte team who can score, by the way, and now has their own version of a goon. In my trans Herald yeah, over there, all day, man. So, but I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, the Hawks. This Hornets team, it, it's weird. We were just talking about this before. It's like this this Hawks team was the young, up and coming team that is, you know, that made it farther than anybody thought. And now this Hornets team is like the even younger team that is now coming yeah, up. And the right. Hawks are gonna be in this matchup. The Hawks are gonna be this veteran team that you know, we, we've seen for a little bit. It's weird this matchup, but I think I would take the Hawks too, even though the Hawks are just they're so. Jekyll and Hyde, you don't know which one is going to show up on which day. It just depends on if the shots are falling or not at times, it feels like. Um, It's very, very true. So I I think I would go with the Hawks, too, for the experience. They got – I think they have more looks to send at a team like that if they – you know, if the the Hornets start doing something else. But, but yeah, that would be a fun game because I think that would be a high-scoring game where you'd see a lot of uh, fun stuff. LaMelo and and Trey Young throwing passes and Miles Bridges and John Collins getting stuff done. I think that would be a fun game. Yeah, really fun, man. I think Gordon Hayward might have 30 that game, too, just because that's what he does randomly is drop 30 points. He does. He does, and you forget. He, he, you forget he's playing, and then you're like, you totally oh, forget. You totally forget. Yes, you do. Daddy's always happy. <laughs> Classic. 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 There you go. That's Lockdown NBA. Go subscribe to Lockdown Bulls if you want to hear full Bulls coverage and not just random tidbits here and there. Go listen to Lockdown Mass. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown NBA. Boom. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.